Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I am Katie Patrick, joined by that guy, David Firazzo. Yes. He's right over there. Good day. It, good day to you all. Good day. In fact, yes. Now, we've been saying all week, Freedom Project Academy. It's our K-12 Judeo-Christian classical online school, and we're enrolling, and we only got two weeks. Mm. Count them, one and two weeks left to enroll for the fall. So we'd love for you to take a look, see what we got offered in coursework. It's all good stuff, let me tell you. Your kid, your niece, your nephew, your grandchild can enroll full-time or just in maybe one course. So get some information today. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com. All right, friends. It's once again that special time to check in with Mr. Alex Newman, most likely in Florida, to see what story he has to share with us this week. Hey, Alex. Thanks, guys. Great to be here. And so uh, really interesting polling data coming out of Brown University, one of the Ivy League institutions and uh, unbelievable almost, except, um, you know, it's it's just so pervasive now. But according to a new poll commissioned by the student run newspaper there, the number of homosexual, bisexual and transgender students, the LGBTQ plus whatever, uh, has more than doubled over the last decade or so. Uh, when they first started doing this poll uh, in late 2010, they had about 14% of their students who identified as one of the letters. Uh, now they've got almost 40% identifying with one of those letters. If you break down the data a little bit further, what you'll find is that while uh, homosexuality or self-proclaimed homosexuality has only increased by a little over 25%, uh, bisexual identification has surged by 230%. And then I uh, get this, this one's unbelievable. The number of students who are identifying as some other sexual orientation, like queer, pansexual, asexual, uh, that number skyrocketed to almost 800%. Uh, or by almost 800% since they first started these surveys over a decade ago. Uh, and over 5% of the students said they were either non-binary or gender queer. Uh, so uh, pretty fascinating stuff. Uh, one of the students that was quoted for the article, Josephine Kovetches, uh, claimed that this was because of more uh, social acceptance of LGBTism. Uh, she was quoted in the paper as saying that queer people haven't been able to be open about their identifications for that long. So it's exciting that the numbers are growing and that queer people are, be able, to, are, are able to be um, open about uh, what they are. So open in particular at Brown. So folks, uh, we have here an epidemic of LGBTism at this ultra liberal Ivy League school. Um, and of course, it's even ex more extreme than what's going on across the broader United States. Uh, at Brown University, uh, students are five times more likely than the average American adult to identify as uh, one of the LGBTQ plus whatever letters that they keep adding. Um, but still, these same trends are being seen all across the nation as we see this just relentless LGBT propaganda campaign by big media, big business, and uh, the big government-funded so-called education system. Uh, if you look at the polling, uh, it continues to soar. Uh, the number of LGBT people continues to soar with every generation. A Gallup poll from last year showed that about 7% of adults were now LGBTQ. 
Uh, but if you look at the younger generation, those kids between 18 and 25, you have about 20 percent identifying as LGBTQ plus. Uh, and you've got some polls showing that uh, you know even less than half of teenagers identify as uh, heterosexual, just you know, plain old normal. Uh, I guess normal is boring. Um, and and folks, to be clear, this kind of stuff is happening even in the most conservative areas of the country. Uh, we broke the news uh, some years ago at the Newman Report for Freedom Project Media, showing that, uh, that even in Utah, right, one of the most conservative states in the country, we're seeing these same trends. In 2015, the uh, comparing the data from the state medical prescriptions database with the data from 2020 showed a 10 thousand percent increase in the number of minor girls who are going through uh, what they call gender transitions. So this is where they start uh, injecting testosterone, uh, breast removal, uh, hysterectomies, things like this. Ten thousand percent increase in one of the most conservative states where both houses of the legislature, almost every county, the governor's office, all in the hands of Republicans. Um, and so this is, uh, I, I think, pretty interesting. You know, we keep hearing from the LGBT crowd that uh, you're, you're born a homosexual, that it's genetic. There's some sort of gay gene that mysteriously we haven't been able to find. But if that's true, how do you explain this absolute explosion in identification with one of these LGBT letters? Uh, in, in reality, I think this data completely debunks that claim. A lot of experts are now talking about something they, they refer to as social contagion, where something kind of becomes cool or trendy. So you got a lot of these brainwashed young people thinking that they'll be cooler if they pick a letter. Uh, and of course, critical theory is a part of this, too. We've talked about it on this program. Uh, you know, when you tell all these kids like, well, if your ancestors came from Europe, you're by definition an evil oppressor. But if you were to hypothetically choose an alphabet letter and pretend to be bisexual, homosexual, transgender, genderqueer, non-binary, uh, then you could be part of the oppressed as well. And then you don't have to be one of those evil white supremacist, heteronormative, cisgender, evil oppressors of the patriarchy. Uh, but even as we see this just explosion in LGBTism, uh, the public acceptance is actually dramatically falling. A uh, recent Gallup poll showed uh, the number of Republicans who say homosexual relations are morally acceptable actually plunged by 15 percent in one year, uh, down to about 41 percent this year. Uh, among Americans more broadly, the numbers fell by 7 percent. So now less than uh, two thirds of Americans consider homosexual relations to be morally acceptable. Uh, but folks, uh, what's happening at Brown University and other Ivy League universities really should be cause for alarm. These universities claim to be creating future leaders of our businesses, of our government, uh, of our institutions. So think about what this means, the skyrocketing number of self-proclaimed LGBTQ plus L whatever things adherence. Uh, folks, this is uh, unbelievably significant. It's hard to overstate the significance of this on the future, um, even just from a demographic perspective, right? I mean, if you're a homosexual or, a, or you're you know chopping off your, your parts, uh, you're not going to be having babies. You're not going to be creating a family. And we're already in a time of plummeting birth rates to the point where they're way below replacement levels. We're talking here about civilizational suicide, folks, uh, and the elites, if you will, at the elite universities, or at least elitist universities, are at the forefront of this dramatic change. Folks, this is a crisis. It's going to be a catastrophe if we don't deal with it. And that begins in the home with parents. Thanks, guys. Today's episode is brought to you by Freedom Project Academy. Looking for a K-12 classical online school built on Judeo-Christian values? FPA is enrolling now for the fall. Request your free information packet at freedomforschool.com. That's freedom, F-O-R, school.com.
This is the Dr. Duke Show. Hey there, and welcome to the Dr. Duke Show. I am he, and I am joined today by uh, Mrs. Sparkle herself, Vicki McKenna. Look at her sparkling there. Do I sparkle? You sparkle. It's, and yeah. The reason we're this talking- This is my glitter look. Yes, your glam look. And we're talking about sparkling because just one of the most disgusting things I've seen in a long time. And it's not even trans-related necessarily. It's not about graphic imagery. It's not about porn in elementary schools. It's just what they're doing to Christianity, how Christianity is immolating itself in the name of LGBTQ. You probably have heard of the Sparkle Creed, and that is a heretical, blasphemous retake of the Apostles' Creed. Creed. We have female pastors in places like Louisville, Kentucky, and here in Adena, Minnesota, who are actually engaging in replacing Christian theology with LGBTQ theology. Let's watch the video and I'll give you, Vicki, plenty time to vent about this. I invite you to rise in body or spirit and let us confess our faith today in the words of the Sparkle Creed. I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a fabulous tunic and had two dads and saw everyone as a sibling child of God. I believe in the rainbow spirit who shatters our image of one white light and refracts it into a rainbow of gorgeous diversity. I believe in the church of everyday saints as numerous, creative, and resilient as patches on the ace quilt, whose feet are grounded in mud and whose eyes gaze at the stars in wonder. I believe in the calling to each of us that love is love is love, so beloved, let us love. I believe, glorious God, help my unbelief Amen. Jeez, what do you, where to start with Vicki? Where to start? Well, this, it'd be one thing if we had heard this as um, some outside group, but no, this was the Lutheran church itself that has decided to adopt blasphemy in place of the Apostles' Creed. I mean, it's the church itself that has chosen to do this, and that's what churches have done. They have decided that butts in pews I think are more important than actually being faithful to the word of God. How about Jesus? You know, we believe in Jesus with a cool tunic. We like Jesus because he wore a cool tunic. What the heck? But this, the, what this does is it, it, turns, it turns Christianity, you know, into elevator music. It's meaningless. It's background noise. It, is, it doesn't inspire. It doesn't ask people to aspire. It does nothing about sin. It does not do anything to put anybody on the path to eternal salvation. So it is the anti-Christianity. Um, it is trying to convince people that they're getting, they're getting right with God by just being cool with themselves. And folks, <laughs> you'll learn at your reckoning that that's just not the way it's going to go down. I love that your dog is so outraged as well that she's he's walking behind you there. <laughs> the outrage. Even the, even the pup is upset. I'd like to take <laughs> you through 
line by line of this creed and get your commentary. It starts by saying, I believe in the non-binary God whose pronouns are plural. Now, this strikes me as evil. The idea that what really matters about God is his pronouns. This is how we define God, not as love, not as, as, as the creator, not the savior of the world. He is a non-binary God and his pronouns are plural. Well, really, we have to have a gendered, a, a, a queer gendered expression for God. Is that suddenly what we what we must do? That God is queer. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. So, okay, if God is queer, let's go through the Bible and find out all those times that God was speaking about sexuality and how God was wrong. So now God isn't isn't perfect and God isn't uh, isn't omnipotent. God is now imperfect, um, but in God is also queer. That's what I mean. Yes, it's evil because it's the inversion of what Christianity is about. It's it's anti Christianity. They are talking about the anti Christian uh, or, or replacing Christian doctrine with anti Christian ideology, which we might want to just keep going down the road and calling it. Satanism, because ultimately, when you reject God in the name of God, claiming God wants you to reject God, um, I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to call that except Satanism. But well, whether you just, worship directly the devil or not, that's what you're doing. You're exactly right. And I, I think about the gods of the ancient world, the the demons who were masquerading as gods, the the the, the demons that, that controlled the Philistines and the Palestinians all those thousands of years ago. The idea that. Um, uh, these fake gods of Moloch and Belial and Beelzebub, people were thought they were worshiping gods when they were really worshiping the devil to the point that you just made. And there's something very, very oddly pagan about this too. Notice how we are not made in the image of God, but according to this idiot pastor, God is made in the mold of the LGBTQ, and that yes, is God's dangerous. Queer. Yep, yep. Look at the next line. I, mean, I actually felt. I felt guilty watching that, by the way. I felt I felt like I was participating in something, yeah, evil as well. How about the next line? I believe in Jesus Christ, their child, who wore a yeah. fabulous tunic and had two dads and who saw everyone as a sibling of God. Now, is my mistake? Is the Holy Spirit really a dad? Is that who that is? Is these are the two dads I guess, of Jesus? I guess I guess, you know, we don't we don't want to talk about the mom, huh? Exactly. What happened to mom in all of right. this? Yeah, I think you're right, though. This is about molding God in the image of man, molding God in the image of politics, sexual politics in this case. Um, sexual politics are so powerful and cultish that they would actually convince people to invert the word of God so that God becomes about emulating human beings. Again, you know, when you invert God and you turn it inside out and then you claim that's God, you're actually worshiping Satan. That's actually what Satan wants us to do. Uh, and here we have the Lutheran church. And I thought the Lutherans might hold out there for a while, but the Lutheran church itself has decided to adopt an inverted, an inside out Christianity that actually, once you, once you turn the sweater inside out, becomes the opposite. So... Um, I mean, it, it, you know, we've heard this phrase, post-Christian world. We're in a post-Christian world. Um, we are in a 
I, we want to we want to keep the colorations of Christianity, um, but we don't want to do anything that would require us to to reckon with our own, you know, fa- faults, failures, imperfections, and sin. Um, and that's the again, you know, thou shalt have no false gods before me. This is the Lutheran Church adopting the idea of false gods in the form of a creed. It's scary. Yeah, and let's go down that road of paganism a little further. The thing about paganism, whether it was Greek, Roman, Norse, certain aspects of Native American culture, the point is is that uh, when you worshiped the God that looked most like you, if if you were somebody who was uh, addicted to sex or a sexaholic, well, Venus was a goddess you could would worship. And the thing about Venus was not the God of love, she was the God of sex. So once you sign up for that God, there are no boundaries, right? All sex, any sex, sex anytime is good because she's your goddess. In the same way that they had Diana, the goddess of chastity. If you didn't want to have sex, there you go. And think about what they're doing here. They're Again, they're refashioning Christ in the image of themselves. There is much more to talk about, but for the rest of the story, check out the full episode of The Dr. Duke Show. If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows, plus lecture series, archive programs, and award-winning animated videos for families like the Presidential Minute, Battles of America, and Heroes of the West. Don't rely on the social media giants to keep you informed. Simply download the Freedom Project media app from your app store and allow notifications. And we'll let you know when a new video is ready. All right, friends. We have reported on Disney's endless push to go woke in their theme parks, their TV shows, and of course, on the silver screen. Disney movies used to be an easy way for the family-friendly company to basically print money and innovate new attractions and characters for their theme parks, but not anymore. (laughs) No, no, no. $900 million. What's that? That's how much the Walt Disney Company has lost at the box office in roughly just the last year. Those failed flicks include Lightyear, Thor, Love and Thunder, Strange World, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, The Little Mermaid, and Elemental. Katie? Yeah, just looking at that (laughs) alone, those should have been... Home runs. Easy ones. Touchdowns. I, I'm baseball. It's baseball season. Okay, or it okay. is home runs. Go back to go back Okay. To now, according to Valiant Renegade, the eight movies cost $2.75 billion mm. to produce. And they only brought in $1.86 billion for Disney. So do the math. Carry the one. That's a loss of $890 million. It's pocket dollars. change. That's, yeah, for them, pocket change. Well, let's talk about why families have decided to stay away from these films. <clears throat> yes. Strange World features a gay teen romance. The animated prequel to Toy Story called Lightyear features a lesbian kiss. Of course. And Elemental talks about the evils of xenophobia and boasts Disney's first non-binary character. All right, non-binary. All right, that's 
that's what little children want to see. Now, under reappointed CEO Bob Iger, because they had to bring him back, uh, Disney's trying to stop the hemorrhage of money by laying off 7,000 workers, all in an effort to save $5.5 billion. Now, before we discuss Disney, I want to give a shout out to one particular film that dominated the 4th of July box office, and that is Sound of Freedom, led by Jim Caviezel, who many of you know from Passion of the Christ. Um, Sound of Freedom shines a light on the horrors of human trafficking. True story. Over the 4th, it beat Disney's fifth installment in the Indiana Jones franchise, scoring $14.2 million at the box office for just one day. Sound of Freedom. Let's take a look at the trailer. It is the fastest growing international crime network that the world has ever seen. It has already passed the illegal arms trade, and soon it's going to pass the drug trade. Because you can sell a bag of cocaine one time with a child five to ten times a day. God's children are not for sale. How long have you been doing this? Years now. How many pedophiles you got? 288. How many kids you found? Timoteo, who rescates niños, verdad? Puedes ayudarme a encontrar mi hermana. Te lo prometo. For homeland security, you know we can't go off rescuing Honduran kids in Colombia. Which means she'll disappear for good. Imagine walking into a room right now, seeing an empty bed. What we do? You quit your job and you go and rescue those kids. You cannot hesitate. Wow. And Katie, let's mention the. This is powerful. And knowing it's a true story, it's heart wrenching. But um, the budget, the advertising budget for that movie, as opposed to what Disney would have had for Indiana Jones, a very well known franchise, and still Sound of Freedom. Just well, in, in, in again, this is based on a true story. Like, we can't emphasize that enough. This yeah. is happening right now, right now, across. Not only our nation, but the, the world. United States. This is happening everywhere. Yeah. And it's based on Tim Ballard, who worked for the Department of Homeland Security. And he actually quit his job instead of coming back from the mission he was on. He said, no, there are too many children left. Like, mm -hmm. we can't do that. Like, this is actually happening to our children all around the world. Yeah. And so he started, he became the founder and the CEO of Operation Underground Railroad. And... If you know the Underground Railroad and what that means, this, this, I can't emphasize enough how much this means to what is happening across yeah. all races, all the nation, yeah. all the world, and how much it needs to be done and how many people need to see this. The media needs to see this. The president of the United States, our government needs to see this and take actual action because real lives are at stake here. So vote, let, let Hollywood hear you. Let Disney hear you. Let you know those who put out garbage. Vote with your dollars. Go to the box office. Go to these movies, these kinds of movies, because that's what's going to really get their attention when they succeed like this. This is a movie about what's happening to our children in real life. Disney's putting out movies 
that are intended for children yeah. and they're trying to pervert Ironic, what's happening. Yeah. So you have a very clear choice. Mm. The fact that God made this happen at this moment, that yeah. this movie comes out at the same time when Disney is just destroying itself because the enemy will Excellent eat itself. Point. Excellent. This point. is this is you have an easy choice right now, mm. mom and dad, everyone out there. You have an easy choice. This is a more baseball. This is a home run, easy way to show and like make your voice heard by going to see this movie and do not send your kids or yourself to any of the other filth. Yes. Not that Harrison Ford is bad. No. Indiana Jones, I'm just, they don't need a fifth installment. <laughs> so that's all I got to say on that one. All right, well, we're going to wrap up Educated for this week because you need to go out now and watch that movie. Uh, David... How'd we do this week? Did we learn anything? I learned a few things, as always. As always. Yeah, We're always so, learning here. Yep, yep. That's always learning, always growing. For Katie and myself, thanks for watching, sharing, listening, and supporting the show. And until next week, stay educated, America. Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel. Hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project media app. Copyright 2023.